No. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead, just and then we'll I'll cut it. Man, what a hideous, ugly place. I like it. It's a statement. film junkies this is joe and scott and we are just another movie night and we are talking trash today talking trash talking some trash, talking some trash. this is where we <laughs> talk about movies that aren't that great trash cinema it's and one we, of my favorite things yeah we find <laughs> a lot we find it a lot and, and we, we love it we have dubbed the month of july as the house of horrors theme where it's either centered around a haunted house, a house where bad things have happened, or some kind of held in captivity scenario. Yeah. And it's not going well. And it's not going well at all. We have been we watching some really bad movies and recently. And half of them have nothing to do with the theme accidentally. <laughs> but it's a, a nice attempt anyways. It's fun to try. And we'll see. Yep. So last night we watched a, a terrible movie where... Uh, Scott likes to come up with scenarios in his head of what he believes is happening. And his scenarios are usually better than the final product of the movie. And I end up wanting his scenarios to come to fruition, and they never do. It's usually just some lame ending, uh, which is what happened in last night's movie, where he had a better plot than the actual film. And I was left very mad. Disappointed. I wish uh, someone would give me these scripts and then tell me, hey, uh, what do you think would be better? And then I think I could do it a good idea because I don't think I could do it on my own. I don't think I could write a, a great script off the top of my head, but I do think that I could write a, uh, a rewrite that would be at least something interesting. And half the time when we watch these movies, it's like, well, that really wasn't a good idea at all. Yeah. And that didn't so... go anywhere interesting. Last night we watched a movie called Demonic. That movie is from 2021. Um, oh, I was just going right into a discussion I mean, about the I movie. I just or have we... to discuss how this movie, like, was like your scenario was much better than the final product. If you haven't seen this movie, this is uh, it, it. It's about a young woman who her mother is in a coma because she set fire to a old folks home and killed a lot of people. I feel like we're very, I feel like we're just jumping but into it because the, the movie's much more crazy than it that. It is crazier, but that's just the, the synopsis of, of what happened, what, what the theme is of the movie. Um, and so she goes, the, the protagonist supposedly goes into some kind of simulation to reach her mother who's in a coma to find out but what really happened? Well, I feel like we should just jump back into the beginning and start at the very beginning uh, of this film because it was 
it's something that had promise, but it just didn't go anywhere. Yeah, but it, it just starts out with this 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 woman waking up from a dream of going into an insane asylum where she hears her mother calling. I don't even know if it's an insane asylum. I think it's like a so we find out later that it's an old folks home. But we she goes in after hearing her mother saying things. And uh she goes down and she finds her mother looking completely awful, like a, a horror movie scenario that you can imagine. And of course, she tells her, oh, oh, something bad's about to happen. And we automatically know this is a dream sequence. And she sets fire to her. and She wakes up. And oddly enough, she starts getting text messages from two old friends at the same time. And automatically, this whole movie feels like a dream. And you start, we start like following her as she goes and talks to her friends, right? So she goes, she ignores one text message from one friend. We don't really know why. We don't get it. And it starts unraveling slowly. But she goes and sees another friend who just happens to live in the most amazing house you've By ever seen. The most amazing lake. Yeah. It's the most scenic. It's so utopia. Perfect. We don't even know how this person can even well, live in a place like this. Well, she says she's house watching. Okay. Which never comes back. Never comes back. And it's, she says she's working from the house. What her job is, we don't know. Mm -mm. She seems to be loaded. She's got everything you've ever seen in every commercial ready to go. A glass of wine, a great piece of pizza that looks Freshly baked. Yeah. I don't know how. They sit out and watch the sun rise or set. I think they were watching the sunset. And and she's telling her, and I feel bad when I'm not even telling you the actors' names or the actor or the character names because it doesn't matter. It really doesn't <laughs> matter. Like and and it's one of those movies too that you feel like everybody you see, you recognize from something. Yes. And none of them are standing out. But I think that's because they all have worked with the director. And the which director, it, which we should mention, is Neil Blomkamp. Which is kind of mind-blowing because this is one of those directors like has starts off with the best career ever, mm -hmm. with one of the best I mean like District Nine. District Nine is an incredible film. Elysium. But then his movies, yeah, that's the problem. Elysium and stuff like that. Uh, and also Wall uh, was it not I want to uh, say Wally. Chappie. Um he has these films that are really interesting, really great effects on cheaper budgets. Mm -hmm. And yeah, those movies just some reason never get to be great. They've all after District Nine, every movie's been plateauing on this okay, mediocre. Mm -hmm. And now this movie is completely different from his other movies. But like I said, these actors all have either worked with him in the past. And so that's why they all feel familiar. If you've seen any of his movies, you've seen these people. Mm -hmm. Except his most common used actor is not in this movie. Um, oh, yeah. Charlotte uh, Charl Copley. Yeah, which best name. Yeah. And he's a great actor. And he's not in this one. And I think uh, he could have really worked as one of the... I don't know what he is. Let's get back into the movie, though, because the movie... <laughs> this, this girl says, hey, she's sitting with her friend and she's watching the sunset. And she's like, I got to go. This was a great day. I'm going to go. Oh, and by the way, I got a text message from this friend who they both know. And you don't know what this is all about. You don't know anything about it. But he, 
oh, this is bad. Oh, I haven't automatically know that she has some kind of a past with this person. Yeah. And oh, the, the whole, the both women do. And she's like, no, I'm not, I didn't text him back because I'm not, I'm not in that life anymore. And I'm whatever. So it's very, what the hell's going on? Right. And then she goes home. She's like, I'm not going to contact her. But she goes home and she, of course, contacts her. And we don't know what she does for a living either. It's very, everything's vague. So the yeah. whole movie's set up in a way where you feel like any moment, there's going to be a huge twist. Yeah. And you feel like this is either a dream or you feel like the theme of the movie is going on now. But it's not. Right. Right? So it's it, not. She, of course, texts her friend that, that oh, I'm not going to talk to her. She, of course, texts him. And they're like, hey, let's meet up. And then they meet up in another beautiful location. And that guy's telling him, and he, this guy drinks heavily. Yes. So There's you can a, tell he has something going on with his life where he is just not living uh, his, his best life. He's yeah. got some demons or, <laughs> some, or something. He's going an alcoholic. On. You automatically know that. You automatically know that. And he looks like. We thought, um, um, oh, the act, who the actor that we thought this guy was, like right off the bat, we thought he was, uh, oh, he looks like Anthony Michael Hall, Anthony Michael Hall in the Dead Zone in show, the Dead Zone show, like he just looks and he has those wild eyes and he's kind of like looking strung out a little bit. And you can't help but notice everybody has tattoos. We think that's going to be some kind of theme, like yeah. something's going on with everybody, like lots of tatted up people, like I mean, tats everywhere. So we figure that there's some kind of a uh, theme where these tattoos mean something. Yeah. Which in the end, it seems that they do. No, not a I mean, little bit. Kind of. It only links into some kind of other craziness, but not really. And I just wondered, are these all fake tattoos or these are all really actors' tattoos? I have no idea. Yeah. But of course, this guy, when she meets him, has the entire plot ready. He has every, he has pushing the plot forward. This is what this character does. Mm -hmm. He's got all the answers and he is setting her up onto the what the film is about so he tells her oh hey i went to this uh, crazy medical thing and uh it was like a, a medical study type of group and they happen to have your mother in that medical studio and she's in a coma mm -hmm. and now of course the main character mm -hmm. she is like I hate my mother. You you automatically get it. Yeah, like, so her name I is hate Carly, her. and she hates her mother. Her mother obviously is in prison for doing something terrible. Um, and the actress, I think she was in Elysium, which is yeah. Blomkamp's other film. I believe. I think I'm right. And she, she, yeah, she automatically is like, I hate my mom, but why is she in a coma? And mm -hmm. I, I haven't talked to her since the incident. And then her friend, of course, goes, whoa. Not um, Anthony Michael Hall. He says, oh, you know, I know she's a criminal, but they really wanted me to get contacted with you and talk to you to about going there to help your mother in this coma. And mm -hmm. she's like, well, I'm not, I don't want to do that. And he's like, I didn't give your information to them, but they're looking for you. I know you changed your name. Mm -hmm. But they're going to find you. But then in the next scene, she gets a phone call from this facility. Yeah, how do they have her number? How do they have her number? How the do they find her? Yeah, the character doesn't even ask. So what we think is happening at this point is that the protagonist, Carly, we feel that she is in some sort of... 
Well, I, yeah. Well, we don't even, Dream there's no reason state. for us to have, well, we already think that from the opening that this whole feels like a hallmark. Yes. Like does. some kind of perfect billboard scenario. Everything looks beautiful. Everybody looks nice. Mm -hmm. You don't know anybody's job. You don't know what is happening. And so then when you go to this facility, well, she, she gets this phone call. We should say that first. Like this phone call, the guy is very creepy. Yes. Not like creepy where he's like, you can tell, but you can tell that he's hiding something. And she's just like, hey, I'm not going to ask how you got my number, but I already heard from my friend that you have my mom. And okay, I'll come and see my mom in this coma and help you. And she hates her mom, but she's doing it anyways. And he's like, great. And he's doing it in a way where it's like, hey, I'm hiding a lot of information from you. And I'm creepy. And you're not going to question it. And you don't seem to, you seem oblivious to it. So she goes. She goes, but she, you know, it seems like she's not at all hesitant to put some kind of device on her head and have someone <laughs> snoop around in her mind. <laughs> don't jump too it's forward, though, because so we, we got to say the name of the company first. What was the name of this company? It's something funny. And you kept saying, yeah, that's not a creepy ass name for a company. It's like Metapole. Yeah, or, or thera therapeutic or therapole or, or something. It, something weird, and it it just feels so odd. And of course, this building is gorgeous. I don't even know what yeah. they filmed this movie, but everything looks beautiful. Everything looks beautiful. Um, and she goes in, and she meets this guy who looks automatically not like a doctor. He looks like a creepy business guy. He seems very strange, and he looks like a coked up Christian Bale. I, I think, I mean, he looked, he looked so creepy. He has shaved head. He just looks sinister. Something's wrong. Yeah. But she's just like, Hey, this is interesting. Okay. Yeah. Let's do this thing. He's like, Hey, your mom's in a coma. We have this device that can help you out by going into assimilation and talking to her because she's in there. She's a completely aware and she's awake. She just can't move her physical body or communicate. Mm -hmm. Okay, this all sounds completely normal. Like this sounds so I believe it. She's completely on board. What's really odd is I pointed out to you where they're gonna go into an office, and to me, it looks like the staircase starts glitching in the back of them. And I pointed out to you instantly. I said, Okay, yeah, there's something happening. Immediately, here. immediately. Yeah. And we were even rewound it and you still didn't see it. So I thought maybe I'm crazy. And I think the movie makes you wanna feel like you didn't see something. Mm -hmm. It's like that, um, Fight Club scenario where Tyler Durden is flashing. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 you think it's there. After rewinding it, I didn't see it. Yeah. In, in other scenarios, I saw it. So I was thinking that, we, okay, there's a, there's a, there's something going on here that they're, they're trying to divert us away from what's really going on. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it becomes more prominent. But then I kept mm -hmm. saying, is this just poor quality all of a sudden? I, it's very odd. But she goes in, she goes in and she gets scanned. Oh, she meets another doctor, too. There's a doctor who uh, is the guy's partner. They seem to be the only people running this insanely complicated device to mind-blowingly put people into a video game to talk to each other. Which yeah. And the woman's in a coma. This is some huge technology. You think that about like 50 people would be working on this thing? Yeah. Nope, two people. Nope, two people. And well, only one of them is really running it. It's mm -hmm. like this nurse. Mm -hmm. And he seems like a nice guy, but he is completely covered in tattoos. Yeah. Completely. He seems like a really genuine guy. And 
you just can't help but notice his tattoos all seem very prominent in the shots. Mm -hmm. And you think, what the hell? Something's going on, right? So, yeah, she goes along with it. She gets scanned into the machine. They scan her in, and she puts on it, like you said before, she puts on a helmet, and she gets instantly transported into this woman, woman's game scenario, like this, this video game that even has video game graphics. Mm-hmm. It looks like a video game. It, it looks, looks like it's a video and game. And there's even glitches, like, you know, on her. In the, yeah. in the in the situation in the scenario, which makes you think, okay, maybe she's been in the video game since the beginning of the movie, because you feel like everything's so odd, like a video game. Every feel mm-hmm. everything feels fake, and every character feels like an NPC, like they have only plot information, or they feel like they're only there to push the character forward, mm-hmm. and. She uses, this is great, she goes in the scenario to see her mom. She finds her mother sitting on the bed from her dream sequence in the opening, except everything looks more pretty. Everything's very lit, like sunlight, everything's Mm -hmm. very nice. It's not like the opening where it's like a nightmare scenario. Right. And her mom will look at her, but she goes in the room and she says, basically, hey, mom, fuck you. I hate hate you. you." Yeah. Yeah. She goes in there and she just lights her mom up. Her mom only responds by... No, I understand that you hate me. I, I don't blame you. But please go away. Get far away from me. Yeah, um, leave. And she says, leave. And that sets the daughter off. Yeah. She's like, what? I told you to go fuck yourself. And now you're telling me to leave? Well, yeah. You just right. told her to go fuck herself. So, right. <laughs> of it's course, the bizarre. next logical step is, hey, no. Yeah. And so then, so, you know, <laughs> Say, hug me. our protagonist, like, you know, once the simulation is done, you know, she goes home and, you know, we don't think that she's ever going to go back there, but wrong. She does. And yeah. And, but these guys are like, they got a lot of questions. Hey, what, where was that? Where was that location? Why was that location? What, what is she, did she feel, seem good? They just watched the same thing. They, by the way, they're watching everything she's doing in the simulation on a computer screen. Yes. And they can see it for themselves, but they're asking like, they don't know. Mm-hmm. They're like, did she seem okay to you? I don't know. Did you watch the same video of the thing that we just watched with you? Okay, no. But she's, she, they're like, did she seem okay? You just watched her tell her to go screw herself. Uh, I think the mom was pretty normal. Like, you know what? This sucks. Get away from me. Mm-hmm. And so now. It's a normal she, reaction. Normal reaction. She says, I'm mad. I don't want to do this. I'm not coming back. She leaves. And I think they're all like, I, 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 I feel like next, she, things just start playing out in a, in, a, in a bizarre fashion. Like, I think her, she gets in contact with that friend again, mm-hmm. and she's like, I went into the simulation thing, and it was, my mom was at the place that we went to, and he's like, what? that place and what's crazy is i think she goes to his apartment she tells him all this mm-hmm. and his apartment is first off it's also pretty his apartment's really pretty you don't know what he does for a living and either. you don't know what he does for a living Seems but loaded. he's seriously an alcoholic there's beer, beer bottles everywhere Every shot so you feel like there's something there that he's got something going on in his you know personal life that's you know maybe making him depressed or you know he's got some kind of 
past trauma. That's, oh yeah, you know, I remember now. He, he says that he's like a welder, and uh, he's got a, a really nice place. So much money that he has a giant storage unit that's one of those uh, shipping containers placed in his backyard mm -hmm. where he has made it a storage garage and also a workplace outside of his house. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's odd. It feels, like I said, like this got to be fake. There's Everything's got to be something more fake. going on. Like that's the whole movie makes you feel like, okay, it can't just be this end result that we find out by the end of the movie. It has to be something more. And so, you know, Scott came up in the middle of the movie with the scenario that, you know, early on too, with, pretty with the actually early on where we believe that, or he believed that, you know, it was the protagonist, Carly, that was really in, in a coma. And she was, you know, in the simulation as she did something wrong or she had some past trauma. Um, Which but would, yeah, it would make some sense. It would have been something. It would more have been more exciting. Weird. And um, also to note, um, something to note that's important is that these three friends oh. seem very odd with each other, as if they had been through something previously together. Yeah. So we were thinking that the whole scenario was. Well, yeah, I mean, we got to get to that because we didn't even get to. She goes back and goes back into. She goes simulation. back into the simulation, and that's where things get a little more okay. I think we're right. With this yes. idea that I'm coming up with, like they're it, in a simulation. It is they, her with or, the, with the past trauma and not the mother. And since this is a horror movie, kind of, I don't know how much of a horror movie it is. I, I mean, I I guess because people die and 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 mon a monster appears, it's a horror movie. But it feels like one of those, I don't know, drama thriller type thing. I don't really know how to explain this one. But yeah, she goes in. And then this is where I was like, okay, since this is a horror movie, maybe they're all dead. Or the other scenario that's played out, they're in hell mm -hmm. or in purgatory or some sort. And they have to come clean with their problems. Because she goes into the scenario again. I don't even remember how she gets talked into it. Like, we need your help. We need that. We need to know more. And then she's like, you know what? I still got to talk to her. I, I'm obsessed with it. I need to go back in. So she goes back in. Which is shocking to me because for somebody that she, you know, proclaims to hate and despise she's letting random like i mean you can call them scientists poke around in her head oh she's given and just giving them full range to yeah. put this device on their on her head and go into her memories and her mind and this is for someone that she despises that has done something so terrible such as burn down um a, well, you know, a, oh, you, you're giving it away because that's, that's that's what happens next. She goes in the scenario first, okay. But then when she's in the scenario, she sees some crazy stuff. Yes, she sees her mother is now sitting outside. Mm -hmm. Her mother tells her, "Hey, you gotta leave. You can't come back here ever again. Why? Oh, because it 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 wants you here. This is how it gets powerful. Luck gets powerful." I can't tell you that because movie, because now it's going to play out. And if I told you that, the movie would end too quickly. So the mother all of a sudden rises up in the video game. In the simulation. Oh, I, I, I keep forgetting it's things. It's not she, a video game, but it looks like a video yeah, game. Yeah, I'm going to keep calling it a video game because it's a, it's a video game. They, they like put them in second life or whatever the hell that thing was. And then she had to crawl through a pipe too to get there, which is really weird. And they're, they're like, 
the nurse is like, oh, this is creepy. Maybe we should stop it. And the other guy's like, no, I want to see how this plays out. So she goes in the pipe. She shows her mother sitting there. The mother rises up into the air and is like freaking twitching out in the video game. And they're like, no, keep it on. So she, terrified, runs off in the video game scenario um, situation thing. And she goes inside the hospital-looking place in, the, in this scenario. And when she gets in there, it's dark and gloomy and all messed up. And she finds her friend from the opening that she had some pizza with and the wine. She finds her passed out on the floor. And she can't touch her. She, her hands go through her. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what's happening? And then all of a sudden, in the dark, in the back, a giant Skeksis from Dark Crystal shows up. <laughs> it looks like one. It does look like one. And it's like a, a big skull crow humanoid comes at her screaming, and she's screaming, and they pull her out of the device. But before they do, it grabs its claws into her arm and sl basically slits her wrist. Yeah. And she wakes up like Freddy Krueger and actually has the cut. And mm -hmm. she's freaking out. And they're like, calm down. You know, this is normal. And you're like, what do you mean this is normal? She just got a, she almost died. And she, first off, I would think that she's bleeding very badly because it looked I mean, like it slit her wrist. It, it was all the way up her, um, like, but she's fine. Forearm. Yeah, they wrapped it up. It's mm -hmm. good. They, they slapped on an ace bandage and they're yeah, fine. She's fine. And then they sit her in front of a camera and they say, hey, what happened in there? Like, it's normal again. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what are you talking about? You guys almost got me killed. What is happening? What was what my mom talking about in there? What was going on in there? And why was my friend? They're like, tell us every little detail. And then she pours out the plot. So that's what you were about to say. Yeah, and you so were bring up. I am going to just, I mean, spoiler alert, this is what's happening in this movie. Oh, we're telling you the whole movie. Who cares? I mean, yeah, at this point, it doesn't yeah, matter. Probably this movie is so it. bizarre. That, How many years ago did this come out? Like oh, 20 years ago? Now? No, it was only 2020. Oh, it's 2020? Yeah. Uh, why did I think this was like 2020, uh, it 2011? Has a, it has a feel like that. It has a feel like it came out like okay. ages ago. But um, yeah, so apparently, you know, she keeps seeing in her, um, in her nightmares, the protagonist, uh, Carly, she keeps seeing this burning building. And then you hear people screaming in that burning building. And it turns out um, that her mother, about, it was, I would say, what, 12, 13 years ago? It feels she, like a while, because they were like kids, but they, of course the they actress plays herself as a little kid. Yeah. They were like so, teenagers or something? They said that the three, the three friends were stoned. Yeah, they were stoned, so they were teenagers, the three friends. And then, so during that time, the mother apparently loses her shit and just, you know, goes to this. Well, they find her. Um, That's the thing. It's like they, she, the mother doesn't come back from work. She helps, she helps elderly people and people yes. with disabilities. And she seems like a good woman. She had went to um, a place to a new job and mm -hmm. she never came back. So they went to, she got worried and she had some kind of sense that her mother was hurt. Mm -hmm. So she asked her friends to drive her. We, we only get this through her explanation on the video camera and we see, the van drive up and then get out and go in this. It's the same hospital mm -hmm. from, well, the hallway is the same spot as where this Skeksis character showed up. And she finds her mother on the floor and only the guy friend and her went in. And her mother 
has the same cut on her arm that she had just woken up with, right? Mm -hmm. And then she tells the guys what you were just about to say, which is... Yeah, so apparently her mother just lo lost her mind and uh, burned down this uh, retirement home. She just keeps giving information about crazy And just, you know, burned it down and killed 21 people inside. Yeah. Um, and then she nonchalantly says, oh, and she poisoned some people at church, yeah, and too. And then according she poisoned my, including five my grandmother. people at a church, including her grandmother. Which is crazy. And, and then as she's, you know, getting arrested, she turns to her daughter, who's looking out the window, and, and smiles, this sinister smile, like, yeah, I did it. You know, this is what I did. And she's being carted off to jail. And we're here thinking, okay, this woman just lost her shit and she just went insane and just burned but, down. Yeah, don't forget she's chopping up a a crow in her home, yeah. smiling at her daughter. And that's when the cops come and get her. Yes. She's, so it's the same crow as this creature person that's walking around like a crow yeah, man. Yeah, he looks like a crow man. <laughs> yeah, and she's like chopping it up on a, on a cutting board. chopping it up on a cutting board. And we're like, what in the heck is going on here? Like this, what is this? some a crazy yeah. like black magic or something? And she's like completely lost all her mind. And so <laughs> the doctor, the doctor guy, well, who, I don't think he's a doctor. He says he's kind of a doctor, but he seems like a businessman. He just goes, oh, so uh, what was that the place that you were at? And the other nurse is like, I'm sorry to hear that. Carly, is her name? Carly. Yep. I'm sorry, sorry to hear that. That's actually the actress in real life. Her name is Carly, the actress. Her name is Carly Pope. Oh, okay. And her name is Carly in the movie. Oh, all right. So that works all right. out. So she's, he's like, I'm sorry to hear that. And the other one's just like, oh, interesting. Tell me more. And she's like, I just basically poured out my entire existence and my all my trauma to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we kind of need to know where that was. Where was that place? And she's like, I'm sick of this crap, and I, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to leave. And uh, she, I think she storms out, right? And then mm -hmm. she goes, she goes, runs home. I mean, this is the worst day of all time. I mean, she just relived trauma. She has a slit, sli like a slit down her wrist, and she had to deal with her mother and relive all that. She goes home. And is startled by her friend yeah. sitting in her living room, nonchalantly, just going, "Hey, I like wine." Yeah, and she's like, "What are you doing here?" But let, let wait. Let the record show first of all that this girl is. We, at first, when we meet her, she seemed completely lucid. Like there was, she was fine. Yeah. Everything was fine with her. She was a normal person. Um, but then, in the middle of the night, at three o'clock in the morning. You know, oh, yeah. She well, she tells her to go home. Have... She goes, go. I I'm not ready for this. I had a terrible day. Can you leave? And she's like, are you sure you don't want to eat? She's yeah. like, so friendly. She's like, I want to take care of you. So and she keeps going to sweetheart or whatever. She's yeah, just, it was oh. just bizarre. She's like, no, go home. So she goes home. She goes to sleep. Three in the morning. Three in the morning. Wakes up. Pounding on the door. And it is Sam, her friend. Which is the one that was she just kicked out. Which is the one she just kicked out like only hours earlier. She's just pounding on the door like a maniac. And she just walks in casually. Hi, hon. Yeah, How called. are you? Are you okay? And our protagonist, Carly, she's like, well, what, what are you doing here? It is 3 o'clock in the morning. Have you lost your mind? So then Sam just casually just 
sits down and just starts talking about nothing and everything and you know everything and nothing all at once. And Carly's just standing there like, what is wrong with her? Like, we're we're trying to think. Well, that she maybe starts laughing. She's like, something hey. is like unstable with this person. Yeah. So they, wrong they here. start diverting us to believe that this character of Sam is also disturbed, as is Carly and as is Martin. Um, these three friends that you know are completely, I mean, out of their minds. It just there's something wrong with them. But it's not at all what we imagine. Well, well. You're you're jumping. You you don't I'm even jumping. want to talk about the fact that now the because. girl in her living room turns into okay. the bird person yes. and attacks. She puts. She goes, "Hey, I got to show you something." <laughs> yeah. And she keeps doing this laugh. And it is the actress has this very cute face and these insanely piercing eyes. Yeah, she's beautiful. Her so, name is Candace McClure. I don't know where we know her. From. I don't know where I know her from. And I, she looks beautiful. so familiar. Um, but she's doing this giggly thing, and she's acting bizarre. so out of it. So he puts on a that old school crow-looking doctor mask from you know the Middle Ages, where those people wear those gas masks like mm -hmm. that. And they, it is the scariest mask. I, I never understood how that was actually a thing. But she puts it on, and she starts doing body horror. She turns into a like a spider crow walker person. Yeah. I, she she twists her body around and she's got her boobs up in the air and she's yeah, it she's is like all so con contorted and crazy like, and, and like coming after her with this mask on and it's so bizarre. Bottom and line, of course is she it wakes turns up. out yeah, she Carly up. wakes she up. It's a dream, but we're led to believe that that there's something wrong with this girl Sam, and it, it there's so many diversions in the movie where we want to believe that the actual plot, the end result of this movie is going to be something completely different than it is. Which we've mentioned, well, which we, we thought mentioned, this, this, and this might be, like, this is what happened. Which Scott had his scenario. Yeah, yeah. Which ended up being better than the actual <laughs> end of the movie. Well, that's, the, that's the crazy part, because this part is actually pretty neat. It, it looks interesting, and mm -hmm. it took us by surprise. Like, I, I didn't know it was coming, because I just assumed okay, we're in hell. This has got to be hell. Like and this is some kind of... Or some, like... And this is where I automatically thought maybe these three have actually burned down the house that she's telling that the mother went to jail for and actually maybe they were bad kids and for some reason she doesn't remember that they did it. And that's why I thought this is hell because maybe she's got to come to realization of how awful she is before she moves to hell right. or whatever. I thought that's what was happening now. I I thought, well, they're in this scenario, and maybe the scenario never existed in the first place. Maybe that was all a part of the hell, mm -hmm. and that this doctor is either the devil or or something like that. And maybe the nurse is like a good, like maybe God, and maybe this is going to be like that scenario. Some kind of. And instead, like it just from then on becomes no. This is this is about demons. This is a the movie's title is real. It's about demons because she goes to her other friend and he's like, hey, I got to show you a whole bunch of stuff. I know that demons exist and it all uses that crow. It's all about the crow. And I think your mother was possessed. And we're like, okay, this is just a throwaway thing to get us off the idea that maybe this is hell. 
And we're going to go back right, to that. But it's also a horror trope where there's always one friend that happens to know He's everything and he happens all, to have all the answers and has books and books on things. And we, we don't know why he found out about this medical facility. We don't know why they knew they had his, her mother. And we, I mean, we, we do kind of know. I mean, it's, it comes in, it doesn't exactly tell you, but it's like, oh, well, that's what's coming up. That's the, the, the crazy twist where it's like, this whole movie straightforward. Everything that you've been seeing happen is actually happening because he's like, hey, there's a society of people in, um, in uh, the church who actually believe in demons and they hunt them. And you're like, this can't be really what the movie is. This yeah. is just one of those uh, red herrings that's going to be in the movie. And he's, he's got the all the pictures that, that well, are doing the simulations. Well, no, well, we, well, that's the twist. That's the that's the that's the the reveal, the huge reveal that this guy, this friend, he's right. This is what the movie is. These the religious group are hunting demons, and it mm -hmm. just so happens we get a shot—a hilarious, insane shot. That the doctors, the nurse, and this business guy that works with him are demon hunters. Mm -hmm. And that they have a computer program set up to hunt demons. Because they know that the... I don't demons know why the demon is... In they're inhabiting real human people. But why are they in the internet? causing them to do terrible things. Such as burn down an old folks home and, and, and poison people in a church and whatnot. So the demons are inhabiting people's bodies for real, and they're trying to... <laughs> they're trying to hunt the demon, but yeah. the demon's in the mother. Yes, yeah, so what doesn't so, make any sense to me in this whole movie is the fact that they know that the demon's in the mother, so why are they having Carly, the daughter, do the simulation well, at I'm, all? I'm it makes thinking no sense. that they're using her for bait. Well, th th this is mind-blowing, because that's not true, because they're, they're trying to find the location of where the demon is, and so when they... When they see that the mother's always hanging out at this this old facility, it turns out it's the facility where she used to work. It, right. I don't think it's the one she burnt down. I think maybe, I don't know if it is. I don't think it is. But it's the facility that she went to work that day and she passed out where she got from possessed. Mm -hmm. Now, the demon uses the mother to do all these crazy things. But what I don't understand is that the demon's just still hanging out at that place, at that facility. I don't know why. Yeah. But I think why the demon. Why he left her? The demon. Yeah, why is she comatose? Why is. Like, right. They said that she's also comatose because of trauma in jail. Well, yeah. And also, um, another thing to bring up, another point to bring up is that when Carly does see her mother for the first time in like 13 years, she is in the coma lying on the um, bed and she's hooked up to a whole bunch of machines and she, her skin is badly scarred. Like it's you know yeah. um cut up and she has wounds everywhere like she was self-harming um in jail i'm so guessing she was trying to remove the demon from herself i guess or, or was it that the demon was just like hey you know screw you to every inmate until they all beat her senseless because i'm like was the demon just hanging out in jail like was there right. a whole another movie here that we could have had you, where the demon was in jail yeah, hanging out? you would think that he would have <laughs> bounced out and then went to someone else <laughs> yeah and just take party, over one of these prisoners you know like, yeah, he didn't take over a prisoner. Why not? He was, he was just inhabiting this woman for, like, you know, years. And until these, you know, demonologists or demon hunters <laughs> they or whatever they were. They invented a scenario to use the internet to yeah. get the, not the internet, but a computer program a computer to get to the demon, to get to which the is demon. wild. And I, and I think they want to use this daughter as bait. I think they wanted to use the daughter to tell them where 
to find the demon. And that seems odd because what we find out now is that the three friends were all affected when they went to the place. They were also infected, but they weren't taken over because the mother was completely taken over. Yeah. How it affected them as well. The demon seems like he can take over people multiply at the, and not being one of them, not like an exorcist. Right. Not like, not an exorcist scenario, not a, a possession. I mean, he's not taking them over. He's just like infecting them with evil. I don't know. It, it makes no sense. <laughs> but the whole, the, the, everything is a diversion. Like, I don't understand in this movie why we needed the three friends. It could have just been Carly. Um, but they made us believe that there was something extra happening here with these three people. Like, uh, you know, like Scott's scenario, his, you know, what would have made a better movie was that if the three friends were teenagers and they were just acting like a bunch of assholes and they were drunk or on drugs or whatever, and they maybe accidentally burned down an old folks home because they were acting like fools or did something stupid. Mm -hmm. And the mother covered up for her daughter and subsequently went to jail after that. Um, and then we're seeing Carly in the simulation because she's completely fucked in the head and she's lost all sense, you know, of who she is because she's so rid riddled with guilt. Um, it would have made a better movie if we had these three people come in and they all had a combined uh, traumatic experience where they were responsible for burning down this old folks home and everything that's happened to the mother was because of Carly. It would have been something. It would have different. been something different, and maybe um, it would have been more interesting, lasting. And yes, healed. and it did. You know, <laughs> all the things that happen in this movie, um, it's just a complete and utter waste of time because you know all the demon hunters just. Well, you know, uh, yeah, and I would. I just want to say before I forget, the reveal that they're demon hunters. The reason it's so funny is because they are just marines tattooed up in religious symbols, mm -hmm. but you see this in a cliche getting ready for war shot from every movie you've ever seen where they're loading shotguns. Now remember, yeah. they are going to fight a demon with shotguns. And also they have the knife of the... Uh, oh my God, I forgot about the, this. The, the Pope... Uh, yeah, at the Vatican kind of, gave them a, a knife at some point. Or so there was some a demon killing spear. Yes, I'm like, what is that? It doesn't like, really matter. Like it, 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 it kind of so doesn't matter. Ridiculous. So we see this, and we're like, oh, this is stupid. But at the same time, I can't wait to see how this wackiness un like unravels with Marine Christians Crusaders fighting demons with shotguns. This is going to be a whole another movie now. No. Instead, we cut back to the, the two friends searching for their one friend who's missing because after seeing her turn into a bird person, she's worried about where the real version is. And she finds her in the middle of the woods. Like having a total possessed. freak out. Like completely like having a meltdown of some sort. And, yeah, she's talking to this other friend. The other friend's like, I'm not going. This is crazy. I, I don't want to I don't want to fight a demon. I don't want to go. And she's like, no, you have to go. And then he's like, okay. So they go <laughs> and they find the friend. Luckily, they find this friend in the middle of the forest sitting on a stump, a tree stump. And they put her in the backseat of their car. And now she's like, we have to go to the hospital. We have to go and fight the... Uh, the... Are you going to sneeze? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm about to sneeze, but I'm going to hold it in. Okay. You can sneeze. Go ahead. 
Let it out. Rip it. <laughs> this is this is our life. <laughs> I'm gonna be making weird noises throughout this. <laughs> so uh, no, uh, uh, so again, talks to friend. The friend's like, oh, now you want me? Not only do you want me to go and get this possessed girl, now you want me to go and get fight the possessed demon? Okay. So he goes and they drive there, and when they get there, it's the aftermath of the battle. We don't get to see it. We just see every soldier dead. Yeah. including the nurse is dying and he says hey take this spear oh and by the way the demon took over the doctor who's the best one of us you know the, the mm -hmm. head doctor guy and now he's even more powerful and you got to kill him with this spear from the pope and yeah. she's like okay and she goes in, and then by this time we're like this is bad okay it's terrible first of all and also it's, it should be noted that we see them gearing up and getting ready with all these guns and yeah, all this arsenal, yeah. but they really only need this one spear. Yeah, because what are guns going to do to what are guns going to do demon. to a demon? So it, it's just That's so, why it's so funny. useless of a scene to see all these like badass, you know, marine type guys gearing up to fight something that when really you just need this little spearhead to poke them, and that's the end of it. Um, it just and these a are lot religious of the scenes people. were so like ridiculously not needed. Yeah, the fact that these are religious people who do this apparently for a living, hunt demons, they seem very unequipped and completely unprepared to unprepared. fight a demon. Yes, and uh, they just died, and then th that's it. We just see we them all dead. We never even see the fight. It's and, just they're all just dead. And then the movie plays out. It just basically has her. Kill the demon after her two friends are dead. Yeah, her two friends. Oh, no, the no, one dead no, friend the, doesn't die. The one die. guy, Martin, he but survived. She but finds her other friend burned alive in the car. Yeah. Okay. Burned it happened off screen. That's something. And okay. she's like, oh, no. Oh, no, that sucks. Yeah, that's Okay, I got to go save my mom. Yeah, who's because my innocent, mom, by who's the innocent, way. Completely innocent. Completely innocent. Did not do this of her own. Like yeah, free she will. was a demon. She was inhabited by a demon. I don't even think she was inhabited. She was just like touched by an angel, touched by a demon. Touched That's by a, a new demon. show on CW coming this fall. Oh my touched God. by the demon. Um, and apparently, being touched by the demon makes you completely batshit crazy really quickly. Really quickly, I just because I mean, it happens to the not Christian Bale. I think the actor is from a movie called Let's Look Him Up. Beyond the Rain. Remember that movie, Beyond the Rainbow? I believe it is the Black Rainbow. It was a really creepy film. Okay, so not Christian Bale, who actually really does look like a very skinny Christian Bale. Yes, he looks like Beyond him as the God the Butcher. Black I can't make a joke. He's yeah. the God Butcher. Yes. The God Butcher. The, the Demon Butcher. Okay, um, so yeah, he was in uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow. Beyond the Black Rainbow. And uh -huh. I remember that being also... Yeah, I remember him being incredibly creepy in that film as well. Um, yeah. That movie, And I actually think during that movie, I kept saying... That's not Christian Bale. I know he he looks like a very skinny version. He, it's just yeah, of he, him. He looks like a yeah. He, and um, he's on a lot of TV though. He's, okay. little, he's been on Arrow. He's been on a Fringe. He's been oh, on Bates yeah. Motel. He's, he's one of a couple yeah. episodes here and there. But he uh, he she just fights. He's just a demon now, yeah. and uh, he's got the demon, and she beats the demon with and the little spear. With the spear, and I mean, it's like a whole fumble thing, a whole thing going on. Yeah, they have. And she a, finally just does it. And tussle, it's over. She makes up with her mom, and that's it. And there you go. There's and then, your movie. It's like what? 
I like the scenario much better. If, of course. If there was like, you know, the three of them were, were mischievous children and they acted like fools and they were on drugs or whatever. If this was and like a Dante's Inferno type of thing, yeah. you know, like uh, going through the layers of hell and heaven, like making up for your sins or whatever, something better. But, and, and what's really odd, what we have to point out is there are weird glitches that seem to be the background start getting staticky, like they're in the simulation. And it, yeah. it almost feels like that was the intent originally, and then they just went, eh, forget it, yeah. and not let's not do it. And it, it's just such a letdown, and it's such a, it, it just feels like the worst choice was made, and then the film is just over. Credits. I feel like for to have a a, um, a movie called Demonic, which is such a like, an just a title that just grabs you and you know just a grabbing I mean, yeah, title. It's the most. It's a horrific title. You think so? I mean, demonic. I mean, you, to you me, would think it's about some kind of like, I don't know. It's just like, hey, this movie's called Demon. I mean, yeah. It's like, hey. There's so many movies like this that have a demon in the title and stuff, but yeah, this movie, I just feel like from start to finish, it was just completely just done completely backwards like it was just wrong it was just a bad choice it was a bad choice i it's don't not feel badly like directed i don't think it wasn't badly directed but it's I just mean... very i'm i'm sure there was a small budget and i'm sure that's why we don't get a lot of great moments and and the crow demon thing is the skexy it's not bad the acting isn't terrible although i will say there's scenes where the actors just feel like you know that they're just going through the motions with the part like okay next line get it over with yeah i wouldn't say it's the worst thing i've ever seen no you know oddly i wanted to call this i thought this movie was called demonica i really thought it was called demonica for some reason i thought it was like a play on words and i thought it was gonna be interesting like oh this girl's name is veronica She's a demon, and it's going to be some crazy thing. I think that would have ended up being super cheesy. You think that would have been cheesier than just Demonic? Yeah. And you like Demonic is the name, so. I mean, there is a movie called Demonica starring Get our here. favorite, Linnea Quigley. She is a... How old is this movie? An all-star in our house. I wonder um, if this is why I thought that was called that. Demonica was 2014. It's comedy horror. Comedy horror. And it's about a group of kids in the 80s oh, that boy. get trapped in a skating rink overnight and are killed off one by one by hideous demons. Isn't that the plot of, um, so, uh, was it, Sorority Slime Bowl Rama? From oh. what Dookie Flyswatter is a yeah. demon killing people I in mean, a skating rink? That's also Linnea Quigley. Yeah, but right. that was from the eighties. This is from two thousand fourteen, so I don't know what Oof, to expect here. But I we love wait. Linnea. She's Put that a, on the list. She is a very, um, she's very beloved in our house. We love Linnea. So I want to see uh, Demonica see now. That. More. Um, I'm surprised we have not seen Demonica because, like I said, <laughs> yeah. But you know, love I love her. that I said Demonica, and you said that's super cheesy, and now you're very interested in. And I am because Demonica. you know why? Because. You know, like I said, Linnea <laughs> a, is oh, an all-star it. in our And it's house. an 80s plot. Um, it is an Which 80s. Which is sometimes. Yes. In a skating rink? I mean, come on. Like, you know, it's... I mean, I'm a complete and utter 80s fanatic freak, and I love everything 80s, and I'm going to And you'll, you're very, you'll give that movie a lot of leeway. I will give it... I will demonic, give all the... Yes, I will. Don't give it leeway. See, if they're newer movies and they're directed by Neil Blomkamp, I'm going to be a little harsher in my reviews because he so is a good sad, director, right? and I don't know what kind of crap he made here, but this yeah. movie was just not Do you the think kind it was, of movie. I don't think it was 
crap. I won't say it's. I mean, we we know crap because yeah, we watch a lot right. of bad movies, like on purpose. To um, me, it's like it, I think that the word for this movie is disappointing. It was highly disappointing. Yeah. I mean, to, disappointing to the point where I didn't care enough about the main characters, and I didn't. I don't. I don't even care if I wanted Carly to survive this. I didn't even care. Like I just didn't. By mid the middle of the movie, I was so like over it with the plot yeah. that I literally didn't care if any of them survived. I just yeah. didn't. And for me to give this one a four, you give it a four. You're giving. I'm a, giving well, this let's movie just say that first. Four. I guess since this is our first time doing this, let's just say we square everything one to ten. No point system. No we just point do system. one to ten. No halves. One, we no don't halves. do zeros because all movies, it's someone trying. Yes. And, you know, I'll give everybody at least a star for trying. Yeah, no but zeros. But let's face facts. Ones are still zeros in a weird way. Pretty much. And it, it takes a, a lot to get IMDb one score. out of us. Yeah. And, and 10 is, it's almost impossible to find 10s. Like, I always feel like there's something that holds a movie back. But I will say that it's very rare for me even to get that close. But if that's the scale system, 1 to 10, and... Five being forget forgettable, mediocre, you know, watchable but not but memorable. forgettable. Yeah, so it's like it just gets lost. You, yeah. You're not going to remember it in a month. Oh, I won't remember this in two. And weeks. so I feel so like that this movie fits that score. Yeah, that five because it it's not that like a four to me is. Like nothing good about well, it. I can like tell it's you, starting in in that. No, range. that's not true because a four would be that there are there is decent directing. Really decent, you think so? decent acting. I mean, we've seen some shit that has the worst directing of all time. Yeah, but, but I think a four. This, a four. It gets a four because number one, I don't care about the characters at all. The plot was severely lacking. There was, okay. you know, I, I wanted it to end a different way, and when you want a movie to end a different way. And the ending sucks. It's yeah. not a good movie. I'm going with four simply because it, you know, it wasn't complete and utter trash. Um, it was watchable, but it wasn't watchable to the point where I could sit there and and just, you know, there's nothing I liked about it. It wasn't anything that, like, okay, I like this girl. I don't want her to die. Let me stay focused. It wasn't that. I didn't care about the characters at all. I didn't, okay. you know. So I'm giving it a four simply because the directing wasn't complete shit. Um, and we know what shit is because we literally watch bad movies for like a living. Um, but I, I, so I just The biggest hobby ever. The our biggest, biggest hobby. hobby. We happen to uh, find each other and uh, we both love watching trash cinema. Yeah, I think the first, uh, I, I'll never forget it. One of our first uh, like dates, I guess, would be that you're like, you got to come over and you have to watch Witchboard. <laughs> and I hadn't seen Witchboard, which shocked me. And I was like, I haven't seen this movie. And then I sat there and go, yeah, this is pretty bad. Yeah, well, this you is know. And then I you, like, and you laugh. Like, I yeah. like bad. I like cheesy 80s <laughs> horror movies. Anything from the 80s is my jam. So, yes, I do find, um, I, I, I hold them in high regard. But I can also admit when a movie is pure crap. <laughs> And, uh, and a movie is really good. And I will say that I'm going to give this one a four simply because it has a couple of horror elements to it, um, but it doesn't give off the tone that you'd expect. Okay. 
Um, see, yeah, I, and I, I'm gonna. I can't give it a four because to me, fours are like it's a score I hold for so bad it's good. Where a movie is just so bad, but it gets elevated by that one unintentional thing that it's just so much fun to watch it. You know, like um, like, like the room from or Rudy the, Ray Moore. <laughs> I love it. I love. It. I can watch those movies all day, but. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah, that's a good example, though. Um, yeah, this and I don't think it. I think it's elevated above that. I think the actors are fine. I think the directing is fine. I think that there is some interesting ideas. It's just there's it just fall, falls apart and it's just linear. It just literally the movie plays out in the way that it's telling you it is. There's nothing interesting, no twists, and that's what makes me hold it back from going higher. Those well, are the things that are bad about that's it. The but thing. it's not. And the four, to me, it, it just, when I start going into the fours, that's when I'm starting to go in. This is very hard to find likable things. This is at least the idea of the scenario going into a system and, and talking to a comatose person and there being a demon in the machine isn't the worst thing I've ever seen. But, I just feel like if we had technology like that, do you know how different the world would be? Oh, that's why you know? it should have been it's about like, something else. It just but seems so ridiculous. It felt like, you know what, concept. perfect example of what this movie is, it feels like a bad episode of Black Mirror. It really does. And, you know, the only reason that, because we don't use the half system, so I'm not giving it a 4.5, which is, I would probably yeah. say 4.5, mm -hmm. is because it's going on the lower end of the fours. Simply because wow. there's nothing, oh, wow. there's no characters that I can actually oh say I, I don't want anything bad to happen okay. to that person. Right. Yeah, I, there, I, you know what the, the oddest thing is the nurse. I felt, oh, I like this guy. Yeah, I like that guy too. And then he, he died and was I was like, like, okay, I didn't care. I was it, like, all right. I think it was only because of the reveal that, oh, he's a demon fighter. Mm -hmm. And the best part of, of, I didn't even say this, but the best part about that character is he gets taken, he didn't even get out of the car. No, he never even made it out of the car. Apparently, the demon flipped the car, mm -hmm. which is... It, you're just watching the aftermath of what happened at that battle, and you're kept thinking, well, that was a better movie, probably. Yeah. We would have liked to have seen at something. At least there would have been action. Yeah, there was nothing. There was no action. You know, was... and I, to tell you the truth, I don't think there's gore? No, there's a little... A couple is of... Is this R? Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. Maybe because sure there's is. cursing? I mean, she did go in... Blast it's her mom. Our, she yeah. sent her mom ablaze with, with oh, curse yeah, words. Was, so yeah, just I guess the, that's the reason. But yeah, it's it's rated R and it's an hour and forty four minutes. And I feel like you are bored and you want to watch this movie. Okay, <laughs> you don't have to know because we just told you. You don't have to. I mean, we just spoiled everything. It's not. I mean, I just expected more from this director. I guess. Yes, absolutely. Um, and he also wrote wrote this. Yeah. And uh, I'm very disappointed in it, so that is why I'm giving it a four because I I feel like it just should have been something better. Yeah, five for me, and uh, that's it. That's we got. That, I, we just recorded. God knows how long. I know. Well, this. thank you for uh, letting us rant and, and yeah. And I'd know. say you don't have to check this out. Yeah. You can pass on it. It's it's so like we said, mediocre that you'll forget about it very quickly. So mm -hmm. so thank you guys, you know, for listening. If you uh, are liking this, hopefully we, we like this enough where we're going to keep trying to do this and uh, mm -hmm. learn because we have no idea what we're doing. Yep, you'll learn more about us as we go along. <laughs> yeah. We're going to actually maybe do some actual videos where you can see us yeah, well, hopefully soon. We're, um, we're going to be working on that. Um, 
But yeah, we're gonna we like to ramble about movies, and um, we would love it if you would join us. All right. <clears throat>